Welcome to In the Wake with Whitney. Here on this podcast, we cover mental health, life lessons, mindset growth, and tons of storytelling. Together, we'll laugh, we'll cry, and everything in between. I'm your host, Whitley Rogers. I'm a certified life coach and mental health advocate. I'm also a survivor of sexual and mental abuse. I'm here to open up those conversations that are normally uncomfortable or hush-hush in society. Keep listening for bits and pieces of my personal journey and insights along with other interviewees. Hey, hey, new week, new podcast episode. This week, I wanted to dive into finding your tribe and creating support systems and loneliness. So here's the thing. Life is hard. Life is really, really hard. And if you don't agree, oh, honey, just you wait, because if you've been smooth sailing so far, life is about to knock you down, stomp all over you, and rip you to shreds. And I don't mean to sound negative at all, but that's just the cold, hard truth. Life is beautiful, but it's oh so painful and difficult. We all go through trials, hardships, soul-crushing, gut-wrenching experiences. And there may be more than one the older you get, but everyone has their thing, their moment, their pain. And you know what makes your thing in life even harder? Thinking and feeling that you are alone in it all. But there's a difference in being lonely and being alone. Loneliness is a feeling that we have when we think that we are all alone in a situation. But I'll let you in on a little secret. You are never alone. You are never alone. So many times I hear people say, no one understands what I'm going through, or I'm all alone in this, or the people around me make me feel even more alone because they just don't get me. And I'm here to tell you, I've been in that spot. I used to say those things on the daily, but I learned that it's so far from the truth. Whatever you are going through in this season of life, I guarantee that you are not the only person experiencing it. Sorry, you're just not that special. (laughs) You aren't the first or the last to feel the things you are feeling, but that's the beauty of it. You are not alone in your loneliness. Whatever is going on in your life, I promise you are not the only person on this earth that is dealing with it. You aren't the only person feeling this way. And I think there's so much hope in knowing that. Things like mental illness, eating disorders, abuse, being a victim, death, racism, violence, divorce, cancer, oppression, addiction, any of life's hardships, labels, stereotypes, and trials are the loneliest most treacherous paths we'll have to travel on. And when you are in the dark depths of your despair, the last thing you need piled on your back is the feeling of loneliness. It's an unnecessary way added because I promise you that you are not alone in whatever you are facing. 
Obviously, other people will have different stories. Their details might not match up word for word with yours, but that's because of their individuality of the experience. Regardless of the fine print, the big picture is the same. The feelings, the pain, it's all universal. We are all experiencing the loneliness together. Picture this. You're in the crowded lunch cafeteria of high school. We've all been there at one point. It's basically hell. Looks the same. Feels the same. But imagine that you're the kid sitting alone. The kid with his head down, not looking anyone in the eyes, feeling incredibly lonely in the sea of people. The kid who's bullied in between classes gets his homework stolen from bigger kids who looks and feels different so they don't fit in with one particular crowd. The kid who is so alone in his misery and sadness, sitting there through another lonely lunch, if that kid even dared look up from his single lunch tray, he'd see that there are 10 other kids sitting all alone too. 10 other kids feeling that loneliness of not belonging to the crowd. So if he were to look up, he'd see that he's not the only one and that those 10 kids could unite as one and connect through their feelings of being alone. So find those people. Look up from your lonesome lunch tray to see that you aren't alone. Find the people that understand what you're going through. People that see you and feel with you. Whether that's an online community, support groups, family members, friends, strangers, old, young, just seek out those struggling alongside you and start creating a strong circle around you. This kind of support will lighten the load of your burdens. It will cure your lonely heart as you connect with others who have felt what you have felt, seen what you have seen, and experienced what you have experienced. You can have more than one tribe. I have so many circles of support for the different moments that have brought loneliness. I have my tribe of sexual and mental abuse survivors. The moment I was willing and ready to open up about my abuse, I had 13 people also also open up to me about their similar experience. I didn't have to go through any of the healing, hurt, and misunderstandings alone. In moments of frustration and pain, I always have someone to call that will get it when the rest of the world just doesn't. I also have connected with other survivors online through communities and foundations. I video chat monthly with a survivor meetup group. And I have my support of victims and survivors that give me a shoulder to cry on and an ear to listen through all of my healing. And then I have my tribe of teenagers diagnosed with mental illness. I run a foundation called End the Stigma that has allowed me to connect and meet some of the strongest kids ever. I have helped others when they are in a low, and they turn around and help me when I hit a low. I created three different support groups with my therapist so that all of us lonely teenagers could come together and talk about the things that made us realize we weren't actually alone at all. And then I have my tribe of feminists, the tribe of strong, beautiful, courageous women that inspire and empower me. And in particular, I have three women who are 
significantly older than me. They, they could be my mom, but we get together often for dinner and girls nights to talk about our passions and hardships and daily lives. We talk regularly through a group chat to stay in touch and we support each other in dismantling the patriarchy in speaking up for what we believe in and making change in our community. This tribe of women rally around me, supporting me in anything and everything I do. And I have my tribe of addicts. When I was feeling extremely lonely in the religious community I was raised in, I was invited to attend an addiction recovery meeting through the same church. There, sitting in that circle, I found the deepest connection through the vulnerability and strength of the people. I have the most respect for every soul there as they share their raw truths and fight to heal their lonely brokenness. I have never felt alone in that meeting that I now attend twice a week. I can always count on going to that circle and coming out feeling lifted and lighter and stronger. My point is, you can belong to as many circles of tribes, as many as you need. Build this connection up around you and seek this unity of people. When I talk about building support systems like this, I hear a lot of excuses and stories about not being able to find your people. Some say to me, well, no one will ever understand me, or there's no one going through what I'm going through, or no one where I live gets it. They're all so different from me or live far away. But look, thinking those beliefs will get you nowhere. Using absolutes like always, never, no one, everyone is such a black and white way of thinking that it will keep you stuck feeling lonely. If you're so focused on the lack of your support, then how do you expect your support system to grow? It's not going to magically come to you as you sit back and feel sorry for yourself. It's hard to reach out. It's hard to connect with people. It's hard to be vulnerable. But really, it's as easy or as hard as you make it. Don't be a roadblock for yourself by allowing yourself to think that you are not capable of finding your tribe. You deserve a support system. You deserve unity. You deserve connection. You have to put in effort and hard work as you find and surround yourself with your people. And you won't regret finding connection and healing through a tribe of like-minded people. As you heal from the hardships of life, you need to be surrounded by love and support to fully flourish. Welcome the people that bring out the best in you and inspire and challenge you to become the best version of yourself. And savor the people that lift you up rather than drag you down. The people that bear your burdens and walk with you through the pain. The people who don't allow you to sit in your stuck place, but encourage and push and motivate you to keep moving, keep breathing, and keep believing. Surround yourself with the people that reflect who you want to be and what you want to feel. Like, you know how they say, you're the average of the five closest people to you. Well, if the five closest people to you are healing, growing, loving, inspiring, changing, then what do you think you will turn out to be? A strong, courageous, healing badass. Duh. As you seek out a tribe of people that have already walked through a journey parallel to yours or are in the midst of their journey, 
you'll find the most validating connection. It is truly a sacred space when someone validates you as a human, validates your experience, and validates your feelings through it all. I can't even begin to describe it, but it's refreshing and relieving and invigorating. I have the strongest bonds to the survivors who validate my story as they experience the levels of abuse themselves. I have the greatest connections to the women who have validated my experiences of being belittled and shut down by men. I have a deep love for the teens who have validated my anxiety attacks and depressed suicidal thoughts. It's a beautiful thing when lonely people band together and take all of their broken pieces to create a whole in unity. This validation through a tribe of support is best described through a quote I read in a book recently. This comes from What Made Maddie Run, a book about the life of a girl who seemed to have it all that died by suicide. So the part that resonated with me said, introspection means talking to yourself. And one of the best ways of talking to yourself is by talking to another person. One other person you can trust. One other person to whom you can unfold your soul. One other person you feel safe enough with to allow you to acknowledge things. To acknowledge things to yourself that you otherwise can't. Doubts you aren't supposed to have. Questions you aren't supposed to ask. Feelings or opinions that would get you laughed at by the group or reprimanded by the authorities. This is what we call thinking out loud. Discovering what you believe in the course of articulating it but it takes just as much time and just as much patience as solitude in the strict sense. So I really, really love that message. I think that's what I have found through the different tribes of people that I have surrounded myself with. And on the note of finding your tribe, as much as you actively seek out these people, you can also attract these people. Like, you know, the cheesy but but true saying, <laughs> your vibe attracts your tribe. Yeah, well, that's what I'm talking about. If you are a pretty crummy person that sits and complains all day, feels sorry for yourself, and stays stuck, you're going to most likely attract people that are like-minded and in the same place as that. But if you are showing up for life, working on yourself, motivated, loving, you're going to most likely attract people that are right there with you. You attract what you are, and most people end up being mirrors. Of course, this does not include abuse or toxic people. No one ever deserves or attracts that. One important factor of attracting your tribe is being vulnerable first. By allowing yourself to be seen and heard, and known by opening yourself up. For example, I spent years in my anxiety and depression feeling like I was the single person on this planet that felt this way. It was such a lonely, dark journey. I spent most of my days crying in my bed during mental breakdowns, saying over and over how no one understood what I was going through, that no one felt this deep pain like I did. It wasn't until I took a big leap of vulnerability and shared my hashtag no filter story of mental illness 
through a video online that I began to realize that I wasn't the only one dealing with this. I had tons of people DM me and reach out sharing their own stories of anxiety and depression and mental illness. And to this day, I still get people reach out, even though I shared over a year ago. So in doing the scary deed and allowing myself to be open and vulnerable with my struggles, I found nothing but love and support from people that understood exactly what I had went through. I wouldn't have ever found that tribe and connections if I didn't first show my true colors and tell my stories. By saying this, I don't mean you have to share with the whole world online what you're struggling with. That's not what being vulnerable means. It may look like that for some people, and it does for me, but being vulnerable with people around you, in your community, maybe online, maybe so-called strangers, whatever vulnerability needs to happen for you to find your people. So seek and attract your tribe. And to wrap up this episode, I want to end with the song Broken by Lovely the Band. I actually saw them in concert. They were the opening act for Vance Joy, and I could not get this song out of my head for weeks. But I think it fits perfectly with what I just talked about. I like the lyrics that read, I like that you're broken, broken like me. Maybe that makes me a fool. I like that you're lonely, lonely like me. I could be lonely with you. Life is not a love song that we like. We're all broken pieces floating by. Life is not a love song. We can try to fix our broken pieces one at a time. I like that you're broken, broken like me. Maybe that makes me a fool. I like that you're lonely, lonely like me. I could be lonely with you. And it just keeps repeating that chorus. But that's all. Thanks for listening and tune in next week. I hope this podcast left you feeling empowered, better understood, and less alone in this crazy thing called life. If you like what you hear, leave a rating or review and share it with your friends. Thanks for listening and tune in next time.